Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast. This is a breaking news episode. It is the 6th of October 2021 and the news today is that an agreement has been reached between Saudi Arabia and Qatar and BN Sports to allow the broadcaster to legally stream in Saudi Arabia. That means the end of piracy effectively and this could have a huge impact on the Newcastle United takeover because piracy was a big issue for the Premier League of course. They were never going to sign off on a deal to a sovereign wealth fund in which they believed was linked to a state that they deemed had been pirating their footage. I'm joined by Mark Douglas in this episode as we go through the day's developments and analyse just what it might mean for Newcastle United. And if you're one who needs a bit of confidence, who is holding out, this is the episode for you because there is plenty of hope and happiness in this episode. Please remember to like and subscribe. Hello and welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Muscove. And joined by Mark Douglas. And you may think you've slipped back into June 2020 with all the activity that's currently going on regarding the Newcastle United takeover. There is a wave of optimism sweeping through the fan base, given the news, Mark, that uh, Saudi Arabia have lifted or set to lift the ban on BN Sports being broadcast in their country. Uh, just to, what that actually means, obviously, over the past few years, four and a half, actually, BN Sports has been banned from broadcasting in the country, which means people have had no option really but to watch Premier League games if they want to illegally to create this piracy issue, which has been an issue for the Newcastle United takeover. The Premier League were obviously never going to sign off a deal in which uh, they believe the state or the company linked to it, to a state um, has had a major role in piracy. It's been through the World Trade Organization. It's part of a wider dispute with uh, guitar and there's been a blockade and that's all now thawed and everyone seems to be getting on really well and it's led to this point today where there's been reported that BN Sports will be broadcast live in Saudi Arabia which means they can get their money through uh, you know through the, off people people can legally watch it and piracy the be out queue channel will be shut down reports that Saudi Arabian uh, that the government will shut down websites as soon as they are alerted to them reports in various uh, media outlets, Moxie, and they've already started doing that. So, yeah, what do you make of today's developments? Well, hugely significant. Um, certainly, that's the view of people um, who who are kind of in the know about this about these businesses about this business. I think the the, the truth of the matter is, hold hard cash exchanging hands from um, the Saudis to be in sports has made has made the, uh, the breakthrough here. Talk of settling um, huge uh, amounts. Of money uh, that, 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 that's currently uh, in dispute over talk of huge amounts of money going to be in sports, then obviously unlocking the idea that being sports can be watched in Saudi Arabia, giving business opportunities to, to be in sports as well, and obviously uh, vice versa for, for for Saudi Arabia. If this had happened, I believe to a year ago or um, yeah last summer, um, I think the takeover would have would have already happened. Now we would have been under new ownership and Newcastle United been a very different club. The fact that it's now happened. Obviously, people are still talking about the um, separation of state um, issue that obviously has gone to arbitration. But my understanding at the moment is that actually it could 
move much, much quicker than, than arbitration. Arbitration might not be needed. I think that's always been the consortium's hope that um, they could bypass um, the arbitration by agreeing something or finding a, a major breakthrough. And uh, that's what appears to have happened. And there is, you know, I, I think this is the kind of forum where we can talk with maybe like we haven't quite stood it up to the point where we'd maybe write something. We can talk, I think, on, on a live like this and say that maybe this talk that this could happen very, very, very quickly, um, talking within, you know, days um, or even less where we could see some form, some sign that this is moving really, really quickly. Um, that seems to be the, the suggestion from from people around uh, around all this. So we will see. We've obviously been here before where we've talked about no red flags, we've talked about all those kind of things, but um, this feels different. And having been through a lot of those other things, um, you know, having been through a lot of those other, other ones and, and seen what, how it, how it happened then, it does feel different this time. I think I said that before as well, to be fair, but it does feel as if this, this could, this could be heading for a very, very speedy resolution, um, which is what's needed because it can't drag on for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And, and you know, we can't get briefings and counter briefings. You know, if we get a statement tonight from the Premier League or a statement from Newcastle United, um, or suppose St. James's Holdings, who would be the um, the people who would give out the statement or the consortium, um, which is, you know, that is the, the suggestion that there could be some form of statement, there some, could be some form of communication, then um, we, we, you know, I think we'll, um, we'll all be mightily relieved and at least know what's going on. And then we can start talking about, you know, what, what happens for the future. Paul Oxley asks Mark, because he says he's, he's off Twitter at the moment, but he says, um, do you really think this could go through now? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, I think we all, I think we all kind of like probably in a position where, um, you know, we've been burned so many times by, by the takeover. You, you don't want to say definitively that it's going to happen. The noises, the mood music seem to be that way. Um, you know, it could be that, as I said, if there's a statement in the next few, you know, next days or even hours, um, we will know, we will know a lot more. And I think, I, I think the good thing is that we, we're, we're not going to be in a position where I think we're, we're hanging on for, um, weeks and weeks and weeks to find out where this one goes. But it, it feels like it's, it's having a break, breakneck speed. Ah, the, the problem has been that at so many different junctures, I think, in this in this takeover um, situation, there has been these rumours. When it all breaks, you know, then then you have people rowing it back. Well, this time there isn't people rowing it back quite so much. Um, and obviously the, the big difference now is that that, that commercial resolution um, to the being sports um, uh, Saudi um, dispute has arrived. Now, that was always, I think, the problem in the first place. It was all about piracy. I know it was, you know, I know we sat through the uh, the, the takeover, uh, the cat, sorry, case last week, which a lot of things were said, which a week on looked sort of positively old fashioned. You know, the, the QC, I've got a laugh, I've got a wry smile on my face. The uh, QC for St. James's Park Holdings said the Chronicle was a dubious source because we said that Saudi Arabia was still interested in the club. Well, here we are a week later and, um, you know, I'm not I'm not suggesting that my learned friend might have been um, uh, putting something out there for uh, Mike Ashley's sake. But um, here we are, you know, week on. My understanding was always that Saudi Arabia wanted to take over the club. That hadn't changed. So, uh, you know, I, I feel there was a you know massive, massive chance of this happening if there was a big breakthrough in terms of the separation of states. Or, as we've seen now, Premier League seems to have indicated that if this is resolved, you know, that does change things as far as the takeover goes. So we will see. You know, I, I don't want to be sat here in two weeks and saying, 
you know, the club's dead, the club's flat, all these things again. But, you know, I think this is feels like a, a quite positive juncture in this, you know, two-year saga. And it's clear to see why Qatar, uh, if, you know, are happy with this agreement with Saudi about BN Sports because it's a country of 40 million people and that is a lot of money. And you can clearly see why they were angry in the first place, of course. They lobbied against this table because at the end of the day, they lost money and the, the Saudi government um, by the World Trade Organization was deemed not to have done enough to, to stop that. And obviously reports say, you know, BLQ will be shut down or has been shut down and any other websites with piracy will go as well. I like what you mentioned there, Mark, about some information. And I know it's only been a couple of hours since everything broke. Um, and like you say, there are rumours and talks that some sort of communication will fall tonight. But it's it's really important that I think that happens as well because one of the things the fans have been through is this lack of communication. And there's, there's always a vacuum. And right now, everyone's saying, well, what are the Premier League saying? What, what are the buyers saying? And, um, I, I, you know, we don't know where that communication, if at all, is who it's going to come from. But it's important it does come in the next couple of days because there's lots of questions and fans watching, fans listening, fans reading our work online. They, they need some sort of information so they know where they stand, where their club stands. Exactly, yeah. And I think, you know, it's almost, we're almost at the point where people, when people sort of say, well, what are the buyers saying? What are this, what's the seller saying? To be honest, it's irrelevant at all to get something from the Premier League, really, or, or a statement saying, the club has been sold um, and the, the deal's gone through, then it starts to be relevant what, what the buyers have said and what, and what Mike Ashley's saying. Because, you know, we've heard a lot of things um, from, from all these different sources um, so much over the last two years that we kind of know where their heads are at. We know that, that, that Staveley has always been confident. You know, she went on TalkSport and said, I will, you know, I will see you soon. Um, that wasn't that long ago. It was only a few months ago. So, but obviously then we had another couple of months, we had the arbitration was delayed. So, you know, it, it really has to be, in my opinion, um, an, a, a statement from the Premier League. Uh, it's the only way I think that anything, that anything can, can go through. Um, and we, we need that, like you said. And I, I would think that if possible, um, if it possibly happens um, tonight, there's a, there's a statement, then, you know, it will feel like that then that is, that, that's, we are, we are there, basically. The Premier League will probably be feeling a, a lot of pressure to, to communicate because they've been so, um, they've been so badly criticised over, over all of this. And, and communication's been one of the big things that's been landed at their door. So for me, you know, it, it has to happen. Um, if this deal is going, if this deal is going close, it, it, that has to happen. Um, as I said, we'll see. We know what Newcastle's like when the, when the momentum starts on a story like this, um, the amount of things that people say to you, the amount of um, texts and messages and things that you get, just go, it just goes, you know, 100 miles an hour. And um, sometimes it can go a little bit ahead of where the story is. But, you know, as I said, tonight, it feels like even the people who weren't sure before are starting to say, yeah, it, it could happen. So, or it is going to happen. So we will, we will see. Um, but it really needs to happen soon. And if it does happen, you know, if it is, if we are in a position where it happens very, very quickly, you know, you could see things like changing the manager, um, you know, all those kind of things. You know, the, the Pandora's box is open because they will be desperate to save Newcastle United from a relegation fight. And that's what it comes down to, because if it had waited until January and we, we talked about it in podcast before, if it waited until January, 
who knows could the valuation fall because the club are in relegation trouble and i think probably it's felt by all sides that it needs to happen and it needs to happen quickly just a more question then before i let you get off mark you mentioned there the issue about separation you know that's what i took from last week's hearing. and that was the main issue i think a lot of fans took that but then you know, there's there's been a few theories about what actually that means, and you maybe alluded to it there a little bit. One of the theories is that they were so keen to get a director on that, you know, director's list, and then they could pin the piracy to him because he would be a member of the state and so forth. Is that a theory that you maybe share? I mean, what's your thoughts on on that the issue of separation? Does it matter anymore? Well, I think probably it shows really that separation was a proxy war for. Um, Piracy, really, because, you know, look, separation doesn't matter half as much if, you know, you're 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 testing you're testing um, Yasser Ramayan, who's got no connection to um, piracy or anything like that. And he's obviously a businessman. He's a Saudi businessman. The argument was that the, I don't think the Premier League ever wanted to test him and allow the Saudi state to basically continue to block the in and to effectively be accused of, of state-sponsored piracy. It becomes less of an issue when that isn't the issue. Um, suddenly, it's like, well, the Saudi state is playing ball with the Premier League and playing ball with those things. So I'm assuming that pretty much it renders that irrelevant. Um, and whether it, whether they're state, um, whether they are state-sponsored or whether they're not, becomes much less relevant because it was, it was all about piracy in the first place, which is kind of what was said um, back in the you know back very very much at the start of things you know the separation issue was was came because they felt that saudi arabia were pirating rights um if that goes i can only assume that that's 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 what's being said you know obviously the premier league have not said a thing in the whole um in the whole uh through this whole thing so that that's where we can go and interesting i've just just got another uh, another person saying that they think that you know there could be a premier league statement as, as early as tonight so we will see we will see um certainly seems to be the suggestion from quite well connected people um at the moment that there could be a, a statement um imminent from uh you know from from, from people so we will see we will see i, I don't want to say you know, the premier league haven't said that so um or other people are suggesting that so we will see we'll see where we go from uh, where we go from here but you know it could be a wild few days and well, just finally, then you've written a piece about the positivity about what you know cut off the back of this, uh, the ban being lifted, uh, and one of the, the 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 bits you write, Mark, is that um you know they're, they're they're big plans and they can be implemented within weeks of getting the green light. Amanda Stavery, uh, according to your information, is currently on holiday. Just tell us a bit more about that, and, and yeah, you know, well, a little insight there. That's what she said. That's what she was telling people earlier. But it could well be that she's on holiday in Newcastle. Uh, it would surprise me. You know, you choose your words carefully there, don't you? Um, I'm on holiday, so you're not in London. That doesn't mean you're not in Newcastle. Um, and that's that's kind of you'd have to kind of learn those things. Uh, in terms of the plans, you know, my understanding was that they, they had uh, plans ready to go in the summer. Uh, if the takeover, if they did get the arbitration green light in the summer, so um, they've been fairly well connected with. Um, with people in football so I would think you'll see things like the appointment of the director of football very very quickly um, ready to go for January obviously which is when um, when they'll, be, they'll have the first chance to, to make a big difference um, you know let's be honest I think probably a change of manager will arrive fairly soon I think they know that you know the situation's toxic around Steve Bruce I think he would have got some time actually ironically if this had gone through 
Um, last last summer, I think he probably would have got a few months at the start then to, to sort of show where he was going. I think that'll probably happen as well. And then they'll start to do root and branch reform of training ground, academy. They'll start to look at everything. It'll be a very long-term project. And I don't think, from what we heard originally, that the plan was to throw millions and hundreds and hundreds of millions at it. It was very much targeted investment, but a lot of investment. You know, I think we said, um, I've forgotten now, but I remember when the, the IF initially withdrew, we had... Um, I've forgotten exactly. I've got it in my notes somewhere. I was, you know, we were briefed about how much what the plans were. It wasn't a huge amount, was it? It was 50 million for every transfer window, which maybe that changes now, but it was 50 million. And then I'm assuming on top of that, whatever, whatever you buy and sell, which is a, which is a big amount, much more than Newcastle spent at the moment, but it's not what Manchester United spent. It's not what Manchester City spent. But, you know, I always felt when they said that, if say a, um, a big, big, big player comes on the market, would they then go out and say, "Let's try and get him"? And there are there will be a few of them uh, doing the rounds in the uh, in, in the summer, in January, sorry, and in the summer. So who knows? I, I always felt that that was, you know, it'll be targeted investment. It's a good message to get out there, isn't it, to people who maybe want to um, maybe want to, you know, sell you a player. Um, but I, I kind of always felt that, you know, if a big player then comes on the market, a kind of marquee name, you potentially go for him. And I know, you know, when the kind of messy stuff happened, it was always like. You know, if Saudi Arabia had happened, would they have? I don't think they would have got him. It was like I could imagine them trying to put together a package to, to bring him to, to Newcastle, something like that. You know, but but obviously that was you know it's all fantasy football at the time. And I remember I think it was kind of a, you know it was mentioned at the time and everybody was you know saying oh not this again kind of thing. So but you know hopefully we will be able to start talking about those kind of things in um, not too distant future. Lots of people asking you, Mark to finish off cans. Have you got your cans in the fridge? Uh, I've had cans in the fridge since about April 2020. I think it's probably out of date, actually, when I go back and look at it. But um, look, if the Premier League statement comes tonight, um, yeah, it is, isn't it? Um, but we'll we just, just keep them on ice for now. Fantastic. Well, thank you for joining us on the Everything is Black and White podcast. You guys are listening and watching. Please remember to like and subscribe to whichever platform you are joining us on and head over to chroniclelive.co.uk. I believe there's a live blog up and running which will keep you up to date with this fast-moving story and loads of analysis and breaking news as well. So head over to chroniclelive.co.uk.